people? Uh, uh, hi, everybody. Um, this is Jacob Cordes with In the Land of Cheese and Sauce. I've been told I say um too many times. I will do my best to rectify that. Now, welcome. Welcome. We have an amazing show for you tonight, I hope, I hope, or whatever time of day that you are listening to this. We're going to jump right in. Uh, introducing those fantastic characters, and I will say I said uh and not um for future notes. Please, Arthur, take it away. Introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? Um, my name is Nick. I'll be playing Arthur Greatmean the Third. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and um, you know, give to the ACLU. That's that's the organization I'll be promoting uh, today. The ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. Amazing organization. There is a big fight when it comes to reproductive freedoms and, I mean, really privacy and freedom in general. Um, so please, you know, consider giving to the ACLU or any of the other great organizations. Uh, my castmates, is that what we call each other? My friends uh, are going to suggest. Oh, also, I would Cheesy consider them life partners and allies, but like, okay, I, whatever, uh, man. Go I, I, I prefer castmates. I like to keep this professional. Oh, so. I'm sorry, TW. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that fun note, let's go to hopefully my friend, Chloe. <laughs> of course. We're friends. Um, so unconvincing. Hi, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hi. I'm Chris, uh, pronoun she, her. I'm playing Clove, your favorite tabaxi bard of the College of Corporate Synergy. Um, and today, I'll, uh, I'll shout out Planned Parenthood. Um, not surprisingly, you know, just like Nick was saying, that's uh, really important now more than ever. So uh, steal from Hobby Lobby and give what you would have paid to Planned Parenthood. That's what I always do. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's a good life lesson for all of us to do. Yep. Um, especially if you can steal old biblical relics. That's that's the best way to go. I mean, they it. did it in Iraq. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's... Jean-Paul Pierre Martin. What's up? T.W. Warren, your Not favorite stinky wizard. Um, pronouns they, them recently come out as uh, non-binary, so that's exciting. Uh, We're hoping today, to get an egg crack in this session. Yeah. Today I want to shout. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Voluntary Celibacy. Ladies, <laughs> stop fucking these men. Straight up, stop fucking these men and let them realize, like, oh, God, like, I gotta, I gotta at least feign voting or, like, feigning something and going to vote for people who are actually going to take care of reproductive rights. Because, like, with the shit that's going on in Louisiana to where they're trying to pass a bill where uh, it is considered... At the moment of conception, not even implantation within the uh, the the lining, uh, is 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 fucked up. And the only way that they're going to be like, hey, the only time we will find abortions acceptable, not medically, not in case uh, we need to do it for medical reasons, including uh, an ectopic pregnancy or anything like that. No, the only way they will allow an abortion. Is if some of is if the woman is convinced that someone is going to kill her, if she doesn't, which is super fucked up. And if that bill passes, ladies, use me. I will. 
I will take the bullet. This is a threat right now. If you need it, this is an open threat. This is a call to arms. Yeah. Me and me and TW both will stand by this. Yeah, we're we're both comfortable being the supposed murderers. Um, uh, uh, necessary to help help keep you safe. Yeah. Also, uh, another quick smaller shout out to the Satanic Temple who are trying to get uh, religious freedoms passed to where you can get uh, an abortion through a religious ceremony, thus protecting the right to reproductive health. So donate to them, check them out. Yeah, you could hear the pitch starting to break in your voice as you're just yeah, as you're reading like tr- full oh, anger. I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> but, my anger's out of control. Um, oh, I'm so mad. So angry. <laughs> uh, Maisie, Maisie, please rescue us from this bit. Um, introduce yourself. Hello, all. I'm Maisie. Uh, my name is Kathleen Stanberry. Uh, my pronouns are she, they. And uh, conversely, I want to shout out the fellas. Fellas out there, uh, get a vasectomy. It's covered by a lot of insurances. Uh, Normalize that shit. Totally okay for you guys to not want to have kids and take that step to help uh, wound bearers in your community. Also, uh, let's normalize prostate massage. You guys should be talking about that. Take take your health into, into your own hands. 100%. 100%. Also, Womb Bearers is a great name for a sludge metal band, and I call dibs. <laughs> Pepper? Throw, throw a little seasoning on the top there. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm Jess Green. I'm playing uh, Pepper Rigby, the the warlock gnome. I'm sorry, I'm just like completely blown away by... Um, how awful the laws are in the US that are being passed. The thing is, like, we do the same thing, but we just make it slightly fancier. There's, like, a lot more velvet and gold, and the queen kisses the people who are doing it, um, which is distracting enough and horrible enough that sometimes they don't notice it. Um, so, anyway, you know, our trick is um, we hide all of our laws, all the really fucked up laws, inside of uh, the dumb dimmy dome, and that way nobody <laughs> nobody notices. It, it works right. perfectly. It's a nice dome. Um, I bet if we put those laws at a post credit scene, these fucking <laughs> men would stick around to find out what's going on. If Doctor Strange ended with them just explaining abortion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only. Um, uh, as usual, I'm going to shout out the mermaids because um, on the other Ooh. side of the ocean, transphobia is very much ramping up in the UK and it's very sad to see. So if you want to help support young trans kids to um, get the emotional and physical support they need, uh, have a look at their website, and if you can spare any money, give them a donation. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. And as uh, always, my name is Jacob. Uh, Cordis, he, him, or they, them, I would totally fine with both. I am the DM GM for this. Um, you can find my games and start playing if you're interested. Um, more importantly, though, at least right now, uh, I would say is to work with your local liberation orgs. There's tons of them all over the country. Every major city has a liberation, has multiple little liberation groups uh, working and doing amazing actions right now. Please, Mm -hmm. please, please, please do not wait to vote. That is far too late. Don't wait. Find what your local community is doing and participate in direct action. 
yeah, the best course of action is direct action. Exactly. Um, out here, I'm going to shout out uh, uh, Transcore Pueblo and Mass Liberation AZ. Both are organizations I, I deeply love and respect. Um, and just, just look around at what's available in your area. If you're not sure, uh, you can feel free to DM me. Um, uh, my Twitter account is at TWWarn, and I will help you find, <laughs> I will help you find the local um, No, I but, will, yeah. If you would yeah, yeah, help you too. Yeah, yeah. If, you need, if you need help finding places to, to, re, to so that you can participate in like community activities, at louder, think, was it at louder Crowder? What is it? What is your... Yeah, yeah at louder Crowder. <laughs> DM at louder Crowder and see. Um, uh, see if you can convince him to help you. Um, now... That man's got mad cuckold energy, and I wish he would embrace it. Yeah, my... For the betterment of mankind. My roommate he doesn't got have... ambushed by him. What? Really? Yeah, my roommate, he... His, um, he, I, he was someone who was uh, very outspoken, may have thrown an egg at Donald Trump uh, when they were in the Midwest, and yeah, um, Stephen Crowder like coerced him and pretended to be somebody and like ambushed him. It was crazy. Well, um, <laughs> let's move away from the Crowder and get into the real chowder <laughs> of this game. Uh, 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 people are looking at me so upset. Um, we're just gonna pivot past that and act like I'm clever and funny and I should be allowed to still be DM. <laughs> Last week, or two weeks, or however long ago it was since you listened to it, our party had made it on to the current pun. An ironclad ship sailing over the oil seas, escaping away from some sort of debonair event between the Tillancoli folks. They were able to steal some sort of blueprints, although what for, they're still not sure. And upon arriving on board, it became clear thanks to the captain, Chauncey Guillotine, a rather saucy gnome, that our party member, Arthur Greatmane, had a bit of a family legacy going on, connecting him to the mass relocation of the gnomes out to the far west of deserts, the salt dunes. The pirates currently on board the ship all met with the captain well, the three party members, excuse me, who were part of the pirates, met with the captain, kind of talked through what was going on. And they came on up, kind of forced to a certain degree to accept that they're not going to kill him, at least immediately, kill the two of them immediately. They were attacked by a large oil snake of sorts. A skeletal snake rising about 20 feet tall over the ship began slamming its body into it. The deckhands, Laurent, Collet, and Mo, all were knocked off to the side, only held aloft by the rope. People were falling off. It was close, hard fight as lightning bolts shot across it. But thankfully, in the end, they were able to stop it and secure everyone on board. Now, the captain, after that performance, all of you, including Arthur and Maisie, has given you all a moment or two to rest, effectively a short rest. Um, so you have like an hour, you can mark it as a short rest on your character sheets if you like. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't, but you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to click that button. With you all regrouping effectively for dinner. Now, is there anything you'd like to try to do during that short rest time, or do you just want to accelerate right to the meal? 
I'm ready for dinner. Yes. Yeah. Same. I'm just recovering. Okay. I checked that I didn't damage Yorick when I landed on him. Do a... You know, do an investigation check for me. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, I got a nat too, but because of my bonuses, it's an eight. Eh. They seem fine. It seems fine. Could be worse. Oh, shit. All right. Well, it's a fun she'll... note to start. She'll pop him on her shoulder and head down to the mess and start laying the table. There you can see it brushing dirt off and kind of like rubbing their knees together as they've kind of scratched them up a little bit as you begin to head down to dinner. The table's already been set, um, although there is a surprising number of broken dinner plates on the floor as uh, Mo is currently sweeping up, but every time he sweeps, he knocks the top of his broom into his right eye. <laughs> Just keeps going, cleaning it up. Mo? 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 Yes. Why didn't M-O-U-X. Why didn't you use the enamel plates? They don't break. Oh, that ones. is that is an excellent idea. Uh-huh. I will do that. And he turns and immediately just walks across the broken glass and you hear uh, broken plates just shattering under his feet as he comes back, walking back across it with a little enamel plate and just begins sweeping it up into there. Just keeps walking back over it, walking back, sweeping, so on and so forth. <sighs> after, after a few <laughs> moments, the, after a few moments, the captain would come out, sits at the head of the table. It's this long, beautiful wooden table. There's not even, there's no you know, coverings or anything on it. Um, and it kind of shows the wear of time there, as you can see little middling uh, points where, you know, forks or knives and all sorts of stuff have kind of been cut into it. Little stains from heat, juices from different meals that have slid off the plates and onto here. There's a history that this table says, that tells, excuse me. Are you all just coming to sit down? Do you have any, like, preference as to anything in regards to that? I just want to, you know, give you the space here. Uh, I feel like I'd probably sit next to Maisie. Okay. Yeah, she... I'll sit next to Pepper. I'm taking it easy after the damage from the fight, but uh, I'm hungry, so. Okay. I will say, John Paul, um, um, you are not allowed to eat under the table. Uh, then I serpentine out from underneath the table. Okay. Into a <laughs> into a chair. Okay. <laughs> You rise like someone's playing a cl- playing a, a, a double reeded instrument next to a pot. <laughs> like just. <laughs> um, Pepper would be sitting I... with her back to Jean Paul, wherever he is in the room. That's okay. the opposite of where she's sitting. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of like not in a rude it. way, but because she needs to eat, um, and she's terrified of him. Okay. The uh, after a few moments, Ola, um, the chef, she. Uh, in her two big paws, she carries out large plates that she sets down onto the table that are a medley of different um, sea creatures. You can see there is a interesting salad made out of like fried sea cucumber and anemones. You can see there is a large, some, some kind of large fish that's just been wholesale salt cooked so just salt all around it and then she's chopped into it so it opens up and unfolds you get access to theoretically very delicious meat and it all smells absolutely fantastic um, I have a law question yes hit me with it um, the oil sea is underground right yes so what's the light like uh, not good 
It's dark. You're in a cave for all intents and purposes. Well, most of the light comes from either... There are some bioluminescent plants in the area, for sure, as well as any ship would be would have built-in lighting equipment. Wow. But you're you're basically just on a underwater, you know, underwater lake, so it is as dark as that would be. If not darker because the water's you know, it's not water. Non-reflective, yeah. Yeah. It shimmers, but that's about it. I call dibs on the fish head. Sure. I'll mage hand it over to you. Thank you. What's the weight limit on mage hand? Ten pounds. Okay, that's just enough then, as you're able to just, like, it, it's it's a big fucking fish, so you're able to lift it up with your mage channel, your mage channel kind of drifts a little down, and it's able to carry over this you know, massive five-inch fish head but at its I'll widest. I'll actually, like, pause with, like, the hand holding the fish and it draping on either side, and be like, wait, did you just want the head, babes? Yeah, uh, and then I'll just use my claw to kind of, like, sever it, and, uh... Okay. Poke okay. that out. Perfect. So where in the dining room are Maisie and Arthur sitting? Uh, I imagine they'd be on the opposite side of you, you all. So you're on one side and they're on the other side. It's like a long, just a long, long rectangular table. Oh no, there are so many people I need to avoid. Um, (laughs) I don't know where I should sit. (laughs) It is just the six of you. Um, Oh shit. So it's it's a hard thing to avoid anybody is... Uh, I'm gonna kind of just scoot out my chair and stand up and look at the captain and, and raise my glasses. I, Thank you for this fine feast, Captain. Uh, we really appreciate it, and I uh, appreciate you saving our lives. Really. Here's to you he, and your crew. And I just kind of, you know, give you a toast. He raises his glass. Thank you, if you all would be so kind as to raise your glasses as well. Um, and uh, I doesn't. She just crosses her arms. Yeah, I do the same. I purposefully kind of sit back and just cross my arms. I skewer the fish eyeball, and I raise that <laughs> instead. Yeah, I'm probably just kind of looking up at Arthur like, what are you? <laughs> I take okay. a big old gulp of my drink and put it on the table and then sit down. Okay. Uh, I grab a handful of stuff and put it in front of me uh, and then kind of sit back and give a uh, uh, give out kind of like a (laughs) noise and uh, uh, Mon Petit comes crawling across the ceiling and drops (laughs) down into my lap where I tear off bits of fish and put it in my mouth and hold it up and then feed him from my Boy, I do not like that. I, I absolutely <laughs> hate that. <laughs> that is... Uh, I then give him a little pet, and I go, It's okay, mon petit. You don't know that you're sitting at the table with a fascist. And look over <laughs> at, uh, at Arthur. So, I um, mean, since y'all have all had the pleasure of knowing my name, I mean, would you mind introducing yourselves? Maisie, why don't we start with you? <laughs> this is so awkward. <laughs> Peppa's crawling out of her skin. <laughs> she's just like, in, like she's like rocking gently backwards and forwards. Like she doesn't want to be here at all. He's <laughs> just kind of glaring at you, Arthur. And uh, 
just well my name is Maisie and let me just say uh, thank you for inviting us to this most sacred space of sharing a meal uh, a space that should be shared in trust and comfort here, but here. unfortunately I am dry fasting tonight so I won't be able to partake I'm just gonna give like a snide look around <laughs> what is dry fasting I'm not familiar well, uh, take a paper bag out of my cloak and just sprinkle some random bits of dirt and powders into it and just hold it up to my mask and just take a couple quick inhalations and just sit back. That's well, raised more... Okay. Um, fine. Um, and he kind of Why points over... Why doesn't anybody eat normally? <laughs> Can I just he's, have, just, um... he's, he's just eating fish. Like, he's with a fork and a knife eating fish. Like, there's... He's got a little salad on the side, and he's got like a healthy, balanced, balanced meal. Clove is very hungry, like and hearing that Maisie's not eating, I'm gonna take a little bit more uh, of the reach across the table and get a little bit more food, since you know, I mean, if she's not gonna eat it, there's more than enough. Yeah, you're easily able to help yeah. yourself. Just devouring Captain. this like really light, airy fish. Captain, yes? may I speak freely? Mm-hmm. Please. This is obscene. We mm -hmm. shouldn't be pretending that these people are not our prisoners. It's not fair to them or us. Well, they can't be our prisoners. What are they, then? <sighs> Beyond fascists. I mean, I would say that we are maybe heroes that help y'all... No one was uh, talking to you. ...at the... Noted. <laughs> I suppose in the name of prosperity and respect, I'd like to inform you is that my last name is fucked, first name is Gen. <laughs> I don't... Once, like, no, Captain, we... I just... It seems cruel. The issue you know? is currently is that we we cannot kill him. I cannot kill them. Okay, if so we do, they, they have been press-ganged we... into indentured servitude. Why are we dressing them up and making them act like they're our guests when they are not they can't Wait. say no because anything else and that and the entire might of the dynasty will come down on us well if that won't? is if that is the issue captain we don't have to kill him because in case you do not know mon Petit does not know anything about morality does not know anything that's, that's not how that's not how it, it we will i will i will be killed you will be able to escape Probably with your weird scarecrow body, but this, I would I'm, not be. I, Wait, I'm he's a so scarecrow? Sorry. I thought like, he was a peanut. Like, both her hands up. It's like, I'm so sorry. I just need to make sure I understand, because right now mm -hmm. I feel like I'm having night terrors again, but this time the night terrors are social anxiety rather than fears of death, and I thought fear of death was the worst kind, and I'm wrong. So let me just make sure that I understand what's happening. Okay, please. Mm -hmm. Arthur Greatmane took his colleague onto our ship, Maisie Flats, on false pretenses. She thought the two of you were on the same side. Judging by the look on her face, she had absolutely no idea that you were about to throw your badge into the ocean. So she is completely alone, surrounded by people who want her dead because you changed your mind on a dime, Arthur Greatmane. 
and see, um, I think that's where you're wrong. It's like I, I didn't just change my 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 mind on a dime. Um, and I mean, Maisie, I've told you about my discrepancies I've had with the job. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, this is. I feel like it would be a really good time to just kind of throw it all to the wind and. Right now would be a very good time to throw you to the wind. No, just wait. Very funny, Peanut Maisie, and Pepper turns to you. Maisie, did you know this was going to happen to you? I had an inkling. I had faith that we were at least, you know, motivated by the same same thing. Right. By the flavor snake? No. By the Empire, Captain with all due respect. So here she is, hoping and putting her trust in you, right? And then out of nowhere, maybe she feared or So you're mad on her behalf? I don't get it. You're mad on her behalf? Is that, is that, because that's what it sounds like. Let me finish my argument and it will make more sense, <laughs> Arthur Great Main the Third. Uh, you know, so there she is, being led into danger without knowing it. She had a feeling that trusting you might not be a good idea, but she pressed it down, and look what happened to her. Dropped in the middle of an ocean with people who are not her friends. If this is how you treat your colleagues, I don't want to be one. Oh, you mean almost dying on your ship? Saving people's lives is is, is not what... I mean, last time I checked, that, that, sna- that snake that uh, attacked us... Uh, we both had a big part in taking it down. You Tell know, if, if I had ill will against all of y'all, I would have cut my losses and ran. Me and Maisie would have been on your lifeboat. But no, instead, have. that's what you that's where you're wrong. All right. And I'm sure, you know, um, but I'm, I'm a really resourceful um, person. Well, and you're going to have to prove that. So I'm going what to I'm do, saying is this. I'm willing to do that. You, that you treated your. I, I, and, and I, I, I don't the fact know that the I risked which... my life for some people for a peanut man who's feeding a snake and or a spider, excuse me, and a, he is a scarecrow. Uh, ungrateful gnome. I mean, come on. Ungrateful. Yeah, I mean, that's I a really it's very chair. bold to uh, call yourself like... resourceful when the resources you to work on like the blood of my people. Else. Arthur Great. Well, here's what I'm trying to say. We have clearly all got Here's what I am trying to put to you. Here's what I'm trying to say to you. Listen and understand me. Fair enough. If you hadn't fought the snake fossil, you would be even more fucked than you already are. You had no choice but to defend the thing that would have very likely killed everyone. It is not to your credit that you have a sense of self-preservation single-cell organisms do. And yeah, I do care about the way you treat the last person you teamed up with. It doesn't bode well. Why should I push down my fear when that didn't work out very well for Maisie's plants? Can you raise my glass to that? (laughs) Ungrateful? Ungrateful? What am I supposed to be grateful for? Generational trauma? Look, last time I checked, we are all alive because very few of us put our neck out against that snake. All right? And I you saved choose, your life. You I dragged choose. you back from the afterlife. I think I might have left something behind. And for that, I am I will always be grateful, and that's what I've been trying to say since I threw my fucking badge inside of the lake. So Is I that, don't trust you. I'm, the last thing I saw you do was break your promise to the only person you should care okay. about. What promise? The captain kind of like kind of like raises up his hands and just goes, okay, okay, I'm 
I agree 100% with what you're saying, Peppa. Um, that, that being said, we do... If they're going to be aboard, I want somebody who... will make sure they cannot escape. And I'd like to ask you to be in charge of them. You can't ask that of me. Captain, with all due respect, I would like to be the one to make sure that they are where they need to be at any given moment. Okay, I'm fine with if that if if Pepper does not want it, I'm okay with that. I'd like to continue to hold on to their weapons if that's okay. I, I don't think that's fair, Captain. I mean, I have, I feel like we have done more than our part in making sure that this vessel can go on safely. And roll a persuasion I, check. I cannot do that. Without my, without my gun. Uh, that is a natural one. Okay. He yeah, begins go laughing hysterically. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You did just find the snake without your gun. I think I'll hang on to it for now. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 Look, I understand that you feel trapped. I don't feel trapped. The third. I don't. That's the thing. That's the thing is uh, I don't feel trapped. Oh, what's wrong what? with you? Yeah, that's very odd. You're not very... paying attention. If you're not scared, you're not paying attention. Here's what... Okay, let me try again. I don't understand you at all. Nothing that you have said or done in the time that I've known you has made any sense. And a lot of it has been insulting and some of it has been kind of deadly for the people I care about. I don't get how you could work for the Imperium for so long and then suddenly ditch them. And I don't get why you'd bring your colleague with you into this without even giving her a chance to leave or say no. You made that decision on her behalf. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'll say that uh, you're absolutely right. My, Maisie, I'm so sorry I brought you on this ship. I'm so sorry that these thieves stole our blueprints and forced us on their ship. You said that you wanted this. Stop flip-flopping. I... Also, why do you think they're yours? They were just they were the, as much they were, ours we as they them. are yours. Th th I don't, wait, sorry, let me just, like, Peppa, like, tugs you. on her braids of frustration, like. Ca Captain, are, I, I can I, can I be dismissed? Can I fucking go No, wait, hang on a second, oh, I don't understand, please. Like, what is your deal? I feel like I've tried to explain it to you several times. And every single time, I'm just a fascist, I'm just Arthur Great Maine, and I've just done everything wrong that my father's done, alright? It, it is literally no use in explaining the way I feel. Because I, either we. way, th thank you. I don't know why you Try said again. we because it's just me and Maisie, listen. but I don't know Pepper why we. Pepper gets down off her chair and says, one more time, please. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you were standing on your chair. I'm so sorry. One last time. Start from the beginning. You're the son of Arthur Great Main II, right? Correct. Now, I was in charge of a certain district. Uh, and the reason why I was sent on this mission to get said map is because I've become disillusioned with what the Gustus Imperium 
and what the glop, if you will, had uh, has done in the past. And he thought that sending me on this mission to the Underdark, seeing the worst of the worst, which I kind I of admit, he was right about that, um, is he thought sending me down here would make me realize what we're doing is really important. And all that's done is reinforce what I've believed. All right? It reinforced that what we were doing for the Imperium is fucking terrible. I mean, look at look at the way these people live. Don't, you know, no, and th- don't you don't don't these people just positive notes. That's not a good line. It's not going to go well. Uh, think of it as like um uh uh you know when you do stand up comedy and then someone See, says to you, you hey, that was really See, good. Except he said I, these people. I'm learning. See, there you go. We, I'm learning. It is a, it is a very problematic. Yeah, but please continue. Sure. Okay. So your dad said, come here, slum it. Learn how shitty these people are, and then you'll be grateful for being in the Imperium, yeah? See, I, see, I gotta say, you know, when you talk down to me like that, I'm just like, okay, you know, she's 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 saying that she understands what I'm saying, but she has not actually proven that she understands what I'm saying. Like, I'm literally just trying to do what's best for me, get the fuck out of here, and you're just, like, talking down to me. Being I'm, okay. I'm not capable of talking down to you. I'm knee-height to you, I think. Well... Now that you're off the chair, get off your high horse. I place Mon Petit <sighs> on the table no. and I say Mon Petit mode detac and he kind of like <laughs> spreads his legs out and starts snapping. Um, <laughs> I go, if you want to prove that you are no longer uh, uh, reliant upon the name of your father, show us by shaving your mane. Ooh. Can lions do that? Would yeah. they die? Yeah. If you no longer want to be associated with the name of Great Maine, then make yourself a very meek Maine. Get off. Is that what I kill you? No. You won't kill I would him. like no, to see him. you try. Captain, in all respect, I can find another ship. I can crawl it up onto the land. I have important. I have an important mission. That requires all five of you. Please do not kill him. Then he must shave his mane. Oh, do you shave your mane? I will not. So, no, do you trim your mane? The, Is that, can get we get the story? Let's get the story back on track. I was so close to maybe sort of understanding you, and I wasn't being sarcastic. Your dad's a massacring, awful person. I get it. Agreed. You were meant to come here, learn how the people. Yes. Live. Yeah, the people. Yeah. Go on. Um, You were going to steal the blueprint. Then what happened? Uh, I mean, some pirates stole it from me and gave me the great opportunity of just disappearing in the Underdark. So what are we to you? (laughs) Gosh, that's a a long list um, right there. But um, I guess... uh, a means Power, to an end. Poverty tourism guide. Is that how you view us? Oh yeah, because <laughs> I'm just enjoying this down here. Oh, Arthur, you Easy, really are digging you? yourself a hole. If there's all right, we will be burying him soon. No, he's probably not well. He died, and then came back. He drowned in the oil, under the sunless 
stinking wicked that we're all sailing on. I, I would like to put it to everyone that we should probably get a good night's sleep and maybe try this again tomorrow. Um, we will be arriving at our destination tomorrow. Ah, shit. I want to hear Maze's well, side of the story. I just want you to be honest with us. Oh. Does it matter if I'm honest? Because you don't, you don't, you don't care. Captain, if you do not mind, I, I would argued... like to excuse myself from the table. I've argued to save your life you... from the moment you stepped on this ship. I'm angry with you because... I don't know. I'm having an irrational reaction to seeing the face of somebody who almost wiped out my people. And because you keep calling me mean names. I have defended you for no reason other than the fact that I don't think weak people should be picked on over and over and over again. And if some of the anger that I have inside me is leaking out in my voice in the form of sarcasm or tears, I'm going to have to ask you to forgive me for being imperfect. I mean, if you can forgive me for being imperfect, then I think we can get on the right foot. But no, it's not about you being imperfect. It's about the fact that and she tilts her head to the side and looks at you. And she's like, I just I'm sorry, I can't explain it. The captain just goes, um, I need to explain what we are doing tomorrow and kind of and give you all a chance to go out and you can excuse yourself and spend your evenings relaxing, reclining, sleeping, whatever you need to do. But there are, there is a situation larger than, than me or this crew um, that is affecting all of the bibliomarines, and I would like to ask you all to do it. I said, if you want your redemption, you have to earn it. There is no amount of words you can say that will convince anyone. Just fucking do it. Shave your mane. <laughs> Shave your mane. Uh, for the rest of you, for the for the three of you who I'm so close with, you know my trust in you, and you know why I would ask you to do uh, something, anything. And Maisie, I don't know. I'd like your recipe book. Would you be? Would you all be comfortable at least hearing me out tonight? Yes, Captain. Okay, I think Captain. we have a choice. Okay. Tomorrow we will be arriving at the... Oh, we'll be a little bit outside. You'll, you'll be using the robot to get all the way up to the Fiesta Veggie Key. I don't believe any of you three have been there before. It's a... Mm. From above, it just little bits of coral pop out. Um... Resembling that of, you know, of, of vegetables with these, but with the colors of the top of oils, blues and purples, very, very shiny, very nice. As you, however, inside of it, there is a pocket, a very, very large pocket. Central point in a coral forest under the water that we have been able to turn into a bit of a smuggler's keep. Now, I'm supposed to have received a word for them today, and they have not reached out. That was where they were supposed to take the blueprints. They have not responded. Do I have any 
like knowledge of what's going on in the Imperium around any intelligence that they may have gotten from that potential well, history check. Like hideout history check. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17. 17? Um, no, no. This is, like, very niche pirate stuff. Um, they would not be aware. Um, you would, with a 17, you also know that, like, most of the Imperium is not aware of this mission, or what you're getting. So this is not, like, public knowledge in any regards of it, nor is it, like, a publicly... Even within, like, most of politics, it's not even, like, a publicly uh, regarded mission. You are uh, off doing something well on your own, semi-secretive. Do I know anything about the area that they've mentioned? No, no, this is, like, this is super niche pirate stuff. Um, okay. The Imperium, and you can... The Imperium barely keeps track of like what the pirates get up to, outside of like where a little bit of where they come up uh, with their like gnomish connections. So is this a rescue mission, Captain? Um, I don't think. So. I mean, I don't know. I've had no responses back at all. So we just My go message... and see what happened. That's about it. Just go and see what you can find. I'm on board, <clears throat> but just for the record, I'm still a little suspect of uh, Miss Maisie over here. Lion's been real chatty. We all know what his, uh, his thoughts are, at least what he says they are, but uh, have I heard much out of her? I'm going to pick my teeth kind of menacingly with my claw and uh, put a couple fish bones in my pocket for later, making direct eye contact <laughs> with Maisie. I'm going to wave my hand like it's something smells bad on her breath or something. <laughs> like Pepper said, I have had no choice in being here. I'm just a victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Well, Captain, I'll go... I'll go um, on this mission, of course, but I'm pretty sure that this could be the death of us. I mean, it won't be the first time I've followed orders that I thought might get me killed, and it hasn't happened yet, or at least not permanently. Mm-hmm. If, if yet to die so far, I will never intentionally send you to something that will kill you without telling you. Cool. Yeah, I'm that is true. No, I mean, there are missions, there are missions that are worthwhile to send people to, but, like, they need to be aware that's what's going on. I don't mind sending someone... The number of times I have heard the captain say, and you might die. Mm -hmm. Oh. You deserve a warning. The captain said that to me the last time I had that ketchup that was a little bit out of date. Oh, yes, yes, you're you're very lucky to survive. Hmm. That, That tomato had kind of pickled. You all are excused at this point, and he's just kind of, kind of, he'll, he's clearly, like, waiting to be the last one to leave as, like, a semi, as a sign of respect and, of like, position, but he'll just, like, you, like, he, he did say you're free to go, so if you, if at any point, if any of you don't want to be here anymore, you can get up and kind of head over to your respective spaces. Uh, I slide back down under the table. <laughs> no, John Paul, no, no. <laughs> Um, Pepper leaves her food entirely untouched, um, and 
gets up and okay. goes. Two questions, Pepper. Uh, one, are you okay? And two, are you going to eat that? Are you okay? Am I going to eat that? Um, she shakes her head twice. Okay. Um, do you want to play cards in engineering? Yeah. We. I'm just going to take this with me. And we I'm just gonna... got a copy of Pa 3 Cheesy, if that would be useful to you. <laughs> I think I need to practice at poker. I think I still don't really understand it. <laughs> uh, after Pepper says that, my hand comes back out from under the table and slowly brings myself back up. Oh no. What? what? Hello, Jean Paul. What's going Did on? Did someone say poker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Why is he laughing? <laughs> what does it Pepper, mean? <laughs> could he play with us if he hides in a barrel and just sticks his hands out? I actually wanted to ask you something. Okay. What? No, 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 not you, Jean-Paul, not you, not you, not you, not you, not you. No, 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 sorry, I don't want to ask you anything, Jean-Paul. You haven't got to do anything for me, um, or give me any words at all. Um, I would never do that to anyone. Or to, to, you know what? I'm going to, woo, um, and Pepper leaves the room. That's fair. Pepper dips out. Uh, John Paul's kind of like got arms, just like sort of outside of the, underneath of the table, if only to play poker. Um, I'm going to take my plate of snacks and uh, I'm going to see. I'll, I'll follow Pepper. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, what are uh, Maisie and Arthur doing right now? What are the two of you um, I'm going to look over the... I'm going to look over the table for any, like, rolls or something and just angrily, like, while glaring at Arthur, grab a couple and leave for some privacy. Uh, there's no traditional rolls here or crab cakes. Or just some small type thing I can put in my pocket. Absolutely, you can grab a couple crab cakes. Roll a d4 for me. Got two. Got a two? You got two crab cakes. <laughs> uh, well, when she gives me the, the dirty look, um, I just say, um, you had just as much autonomy as me, and you jumped on the ship, too. I'm just fuming. <clears throat> I'm just going to shake my head, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. We'll talk about this later. Wait to throw your partner under the skyship, am I right? <laughs> is there anything anyone's doing this evening as like as like the or after after dinner what are you all up to uh crawling through the bowels of the ship you know <laughs> just doing my my Jean-Paul stuff. stuff can you do an investigation check for me a what investigation check yeah you do your John Paul stuff 16. Okay. With a 16. You find on the bottom of the ship, like a small area you've never been to before. Like okay. You've explored most of the ship, but there's this little, you find a, this kind of section kind of removed off. There's like a plate, like, uh, one of the metal plates on it actually can be lifted off and you just kind of rummage past and you hear the hollowness. You pop it open and you see there's a collection of turtle shells in there, completely empty. 
Hmm. Probably about seven or eight in there. All of the same basic pattern. It's a little diamond pattern all along it. Not like drawn on or anything like that. Just like yeah. naturally. They're all very clearly the same species of turtle. All have been carefully uh, hollowed out and taken care of. Uh, have we at any point on the ship over the period of time had turtle soup? Yeah, but you wouldn't use this kind of turtle for turtle soup. Gotcha. This is like, the the turtle would be too small and gamey. It wouldn't work well for a soup. Uh, can I do uh, an insight? Sure, what are you insighting? Like, 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 describe what you're trying to do right now. So, because of my travels, I feel like I have an understanding of a number of different cultures. Not all of them, but a good amount. I want to see mm-hmm. if maybe I recognize this turtle mutilation or mm-hmm. uh, what these turtles may be used for. Sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Uh, 23. Oh, shit. Um, so, you've heard of, like, turtle ritual stuff, especially in the swamp. It's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, and Owl Ball has referenced some turtle-based stuff that uh, is gotten up to on the on the, in the Blasting Peaks, um, but that's all very ritualistic. It is has closer to like serial killer vibes, but for turtles. Gotcha. Yeah, um, like it's I very am... careful and considered. Um, all the shells are cleaned and wiped and maintained. Um, the 23 you'd almost say that this whoever's doing this either hates turtles or Mm. wants to be a turtle okay uh i am going to uh grab mon petit and uh inform mon petit to grab the captain for me okay and uh i'm gonna is there more room to crawl into this little this little nook yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a room under the stairs kind of thing, like like that amount of space. Um, yeah. Small closet, slanted wall coming in instead of going down and out, um, with just like these scatterings of turtle shells in here, almost ritualistically placed. Okay, uh, I want to see if there's anything else I can find. Maybe some sort of tools. I'll let you do one more uh, investigation check. All right. I have a plus zero investigation, so. <laughs> flat roll baby 18 18 i'll give it to you on an 18 you find evidence of a uh of one of the turtle one of what looks to be one of the older turtle shells you find evidence of what looks to be like uh where it's been kind of buffed and kind of maintained to try to cover it up seems to be evidence of like some kind of bullet going grazing across it hmm yeah this is definitely something the captain needs to know about Okay, so you're going to go to the captain? Uh, I sent Mon Petit to grab okay. the captain for yeah. me. Um, after about, like, ten minutes or so, the captain kind of comes down. The captain's not, um, um, the captain kind of works since, uh, just, you know, just finished dinner and had a little bit to drink, so he kind of comes down a little, just, if this is how you kill me, John Pieta, no, I will, I will kill you too. Can I just... Uh, I look at him and I go, uh, uh, now is not the time to die, Captain. At least not for us. I found these, and I uh, I lift up an armful of shells of the the turtle the turtle shells, uh, and I go. I know you are not one to raise shell, if you will, but uh, this is a serious problem. 
this is a serious problem. Why would they be hiding them? I don't know. Could I? I I guess in a in a sort of B plot fashion, could I ask you to? <laughs> Sorry. Could, could I ask you to um, figure out what the fuck this is? Because somehow this is creepier than you are, and I don't like that. Uh, I give a real toothy grin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go, thank you for the compliment, Captain. Yes. Um, um, Mon Petit, can you show me the way out? Uh, as that happens, uh, I'm going to just do uh, my usual thing and uh, just kind of latch myself to the roof and crawl and try to find more. Like, like, are you looking for more, um, like, you're saying more turtle shells, or are you saying you're looking just for just, just going around underneath? Yeah, just more weird shit. Okay. Um, I'll say you can do one more investigation check, and then we're going to move on. All right. Another 18. God damn it. You're rolling hot. Um, okay. With an 18... Uh, you kind of scurry through the different layers of the ship, finding yourself in like a, you know, maybe a foot tall section that kind of of the floor that kind of races underneath the kitchen, and you find underneath one of the, um, I don't know, like a, a metal board that probably can be lifted up or kind of uses like clearly as a secret spot. You find a jar that has been enchanted to maintain its temperature, so it seems cold, and you would recognize inside of it is. Uh, effectively refrigerated or almost frozen, kind of hitting that like grayer between the two, is the stew of Crabatha Christie. It's a little bit left over. Oh shit! Hmm. This is a mystery that will take at least two episodes to solve. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're gonna jump to somebody else. Does anybody else? What does anybody else up to? I know that Pepper. Uh, I know that uh, Clove was holding Pepper. It looks like Arthur wants to do something. Sorry, what are you, what are you saying, Arthur? Oh, I'd just like to commune with uh, Glenn Bell, with my god. Okay. Um, are you just so you're just? Uh, do you know the spoken commune, or are you just praying? Uh, no, I'm just gonna pray. Okay, just making sure. Uh, roll a religion check for me. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, you reach out to Glenn Bell Jr. He doesn't talk to you per se, but you are, you do see Glenn Bell Jr. sitting there on like a stone plateau as he raises up his arms and kind of brings them in from all four directions, all four cardinal directions. You see his prophets, his scions kind of approaching him all with the flavors, their respective corners of the world. And you see statues rising up on the four sides of the plateau look like each of the prophets and out of their eyes begins to bleed their respective hot sauce <laughs> and uh that and you you feel you know that that blessing and that power from them but um that is about the point that the vision ends at ah okay um glenn bell give me strength to deal with these sea roving heathens okay I can. I just heard an angry hmm, so we're going to jump to that. Uh, Pepper and uh, 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 Clove, what are the two of you up to? Okay, so Pepper was moving at a run, 
So unless Clove is also running, she'll get to engineering before anyone else. Shut the door behind her. Like, press her. Because she's, she's still scared that, like, Jean-Paul might, like, find her on one of his nightly rounds of the ship. Um, <laughs> and then she won't sleep. Um, so he's not... He doesn't happen to come across engineering, does he? Um... You'd probably hear, like, the faintest, like, clank, 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 clank from inside the ship as he, like, drifts past it inside, but he never actually comes into engineering. Yeah, as well as my soft, uh, hee 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 hee, as I just <laughs> crawling. Okay, she exhales slowly, like, turns the wheel on the door so it's unlocked so Clover can come in, um, and she sort of turns down the lamplight in the engineering and she's painted the ceiling without permission because she can be a little bit disobedient sometimes with like bioluminescent paint so it looks like the sky above her home like the constellations as they would be because you know she hasn't seen the sky in a long time so mm-hmm. underneath her desk she like pulls out a bunch of pillows and stuff like basically sets up a blanket fort and waits for clove to arrive have i seen your ceiling before or is this newer no i don't think you've been here like after work okay all right well uh i'll approach a little more slowly i see you run in there so i'll kind of knock and let you know it's me just to not freak you out oh wow this is so cool can you do this in my room yeah of course well i mean our room is like everyone's room but if everyone's okay with that, then yeah. Yeah. I want to, I don't know if I could describe it well enough, but I want it to look like the stars from my home, which I think I remember. But uh, but yeah, I think that would be really cool. Well, I, I love I love the stars and I'm a good cartographer, so I'm sure I can find you a star map. Well, thank you. Yeah. <sighs> you want any? You want any snacks? I I took your food, so. Oh. Thanks. I, I'd feel bad <laughs> if you just changed your mind and wanted it now. Yeah, I was just too angry. I understand. Both of them are just suspect in their own unique ways. I trust Maisie more than I trust Arthur. Like I know she's out to get me, and that she thinks I'm a heathen, and that I should either be converted or converted into manure. Um, I get that. But she's just so quiet compared to him. He's always talking. And I feel like I can, you know, figure out a little bit of what he's going to do. He seems more predictable to me. Well, I don't get him at all. Really? Maybe it's a cat thing. Yeah, wait. Anyway. I don't like him, but... I feel like I see what he's trying to do. I don't know. I wanted to ask you something. Yeah. Okay, well, Peppa, like, points to one of the many pillows that she's stashed, and she's like, I know it's a fire hazard, don't... Don't <laughs> tell the captain. Um, <laughs> well, this is going to sound strange, but I've never actually asked you... It occurred to me that... I don't really know why you're a pirate. <laughs> or how you started pirating and seeing what happened to Maisie and Arthur today it was like it was like 
you know when you're swimming and suddenly you can't touch the bottom of the sea like yeah. I realise that I need to start I need to be less timid and start really getting to know the people around me otherwise I'm going to get a nasty surprise one of these days like I already trust you implicitly but so this uh, and like Peppa's all like hugs her knees and she looks kind of embarrassed like you know well I guess that's because I don't really tell people much about myself um well I mentioned it a couple times but my full name is Fang of Clover Honey um I go by Clove and I guess I started pirating for the same reason a lot of people do um feel lonely looking for a sense of adventure uh I also don't really have a homeland to go back to um you know I do but it's kind of just off to the east where they put all the tabaxi it's it's nothing to write home about. Um, I was actually from an island chain off the coast before um, before it was ecologically ruined and so I don't remember it that well but uh, my family just moved to kind of some shitty area in the land of yum and I didn't really like it that much so I tried to find somewhere that felt like home I guess and I'm still trying to do that, but this is the closest place I've found, is on the ship. Hmm. I haven't really talked about that for a while. I... ever. So, yeah, that's, that's it in broad strokes. Thank you. Yeah. Should I deal? Thank you. Yeah, 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 you deal. <clears throat> Well, um, I just wanted to say, um, you know, and Peppa's like dealing out the cards and holds up her hand mm -hmm. and she's like, because I'm pretty sure that we're going to die tomorrow and just, I have a feeling. Um, so first couple of weeks on the ship, I was completely miserable. Like no sunlight, no starlight, no moon. I could barely even pray. I felt like I was dissolving or something. And you kept poking me to get out of bed and play cards and if it hadn't been for you i just would have gone to work and ate and slept and done absolutely nothing else and i reckon you've already saved my life so whatever happens tomorrow i'm on your side clove roll a perception check nine am i right about us dying tomorrow uh, no, that would be a different check, don't worry. Um, <laughs> no, Clove, with a nine, that's still enough where you, um, you're in this beautiful, like, emotional moment as you're dealing out the cards. Um, the sounds of the cards flurrying almost seems to have summoned from the darkness behind Pepper. You can see descending down from the ceiling, um, John Paul. Uh, I say, pardon uh, to interrupt, but I think I have found something, and you two are and as the only two that I can trust. Pepper, don't turn around. What's happening? Also, I will not let you die. That's 
That's all Why I want to say what about tomorrow. Me? Like, seriously, like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, Peppa stops, stops doing words friend. and starts making, like, just syllables. Like, it's like, our scarecrow like, friend. Okay. And, um, don't, don't be alarmed, but he looks creepy as always. So I just want you to keep that in mind. You can turn around slowly, or we can just keep talking like this, uh, and I can... I have an idea. Hang on a sec. Wait, wait, wait. Jean-Paul, just one second. Okay. Um, and Pepper takes out a clean handkerchief, blindfolds herself, and then says, okay. Okay? Uh, in an attempt to make sure Pepper doesn't feel my creepy energy, I kind of like a uh, knuckle-style monkey walk. Oh, over to, uh, to to Pepper he's, and Clove. He's playful, you know? uh, I say uh, two things. One, Pepper, I won't let you die either. And two, the captain is drunk, but I have found some creepy shit. Pepper feels much calmer because she can't see any of this. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to say, um, before we continue with this scene, I just want to check in. Uh, Maisie, what have you been doing while this is happening? I'm in the kitchen with my crab cakes, just doing some spell work and imbuing them with something, probably invisibility, I think. Ooh. Um, so you're, so for, for those, uh, those listeners who haven't checked out the subclasses online... Uh, Maisie, so you're what? Which spell are you choosing to imbue into the food? Um, invisibility. Okay. Can you do me a favor and describe what it looks like as you imbue invisibility into these crab cakes? Um, I chop them up into small pieces, and then I'll like put them into my mask to let them like chew chew them around a little bit, and I'll probably spit it out and put a little bit more, and then just like eating just different things to try to fine-tune it okay eventually coalescing it into this magical magical crab cake with with extra seasonings on top and extra flavors new textures and now we'll let you turn invisible and can we'll let anyone who consumes it turn invisible i believe that lasts for 24 hours is that correct Loses magic for a number of days equal to your wizard level. Okay, so that's for next. You have an item that lasts for five days. Okay. Cool. And how many do you make? Do you just spend? Because it's only you can only spend as many spell slots. So are you making one crab cake that can turn you invisible? Uh, I was just gonna do two. Okay. You do two crab cakes. Cool. So mark down the respective slots just to make sure. Perfect. Perfect. As you prepare these these crab cakes of invisibility. Please. Uh, which is a sentence I'm very glad is now now a thing I get to say repeatedly. <laughs> and as you prepare them, then we will jump back over to the two of them. Although I will say, actually, three of them, excuse me, before... I will say, uh, um, on board the ship, uh, Ola, uh, the, the chef, is very confused but thoroughly impressed as she watches you work. Well, I'll definitely want to have a conversation with them and just thank them for letting me use their holy space that is their cooking area oh yeah yeah help yourself this is um that's i've never seen so much chewing involved in food before that was i kind of just shake it off and i'm very aggressively doing them going through the motions i'm still very angry oh i'm sorry i'm fuming and i mean you're rude i'm like 
no, I, if, if anyone on this ship, I'm glad it's you. And here I thought there wasn't a holy person on here, but chefs are naturally blessed by Sylvanius. They're they're favored. I mean, I I, I mean, I worship, but okay, that's that's nice. You you are favored by the gods. Okay, um, you know, you just clean up in here. Uh, this got weird. Good luck to you. <laughs> Uh, and she just walks out like just this big you, you you're like this like how tall are you what like five eight right this five eight human talking to the six like four foot knoll who's just like fuck this and just dips out as he gets, <laughs> has to duck under the door to get, get as they are very confused by what's happening um with that is you prepare your your crab cakes we'll jump back as Jean-Paul Pierre, uh, you begin to inform them as to your discoveries. Uh, I hold up the one shell that had the uh, the the almost buffed out bullet mm-hmm. uh, in it heck? to them. What is he uh, holding? Uh, he's holding a... Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like a turtle shell that is oui. small and has been buffed and maintained buffed but like it, it has muscles looks like like, uh, like, uh, like like a spit shine oh yeah like like if you rub something and tell it's shiny hmm. um but what is, there's like a a mark in the top there and this is a turtle shell yeah that's totally uh, weird. Um, Pepper does finger guns, but she can't see anyone, so she's just like. <laughs> you hear the head engineer, um, the the dwarf uh, gentleman who got hurt earlier. Uh, uh, Belagos with the when the door got closed, he got he got really badly hurt. Uh, he just kind of he starts to walk in, and as he as you say, that's totally weird. He just goes, nope, fuck this, and just walks back out, just closing the door behind him. Oh, I'm always letting him down. Uh, uh, <laughs> I go, and this isn't the only one I found, and these aren't the weirdest thing that I have found. What's what? the weirdest thing you found? Says Pepper confidently, now that she can't see you. <laughs> uh, Clove sees me grimace, uh, as I go, unfortunately, I would have to take you there to see it, and, uh, Pepper, you are the only one who is small enough to get where we need to go. Mm. That's what she said. No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to sleep. Um, Jean-Paul, I think this is really cool and weird. And I want to know who shot a turtle and why. And I want to know what tiny space I'm meant to crawl into and why. Um, but I don't think I can do that on such a little sleep. <laughs> or an empty stomach. Um... And I shouldn't have had a glass of wine and not eaten, because now I'm tipsy. Um, and <laughs> I'm, my, I might just go to sleep right here, but I want to do the adventure, okay? And she like reaches out for your arm. I don't know if she like, actually touches you. Uh, I pull back kind of <laughs> awkwardly. This was something I was not expecting, the reach out. Okay, well, then she pats the air. She's like, I want to do this adventure. I want to know what's happening to the turtles. And I want to figure that out. Tell you what, let's make a pact. And she puts her hand out and says, let's investigate this after the mission so that we all have to stay alive and take care of each other. We can't die of a mystery unsolved, can we? 
She does make a good point. Ooh. Well, Peppa's uh, hand is I just put out my hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, Come on, guys. I put my hand on top of Pepper's. And then I put my hand on top of yours. And then Mon Petit puts his little claw on top of clothes. <laughs> yes. We, okay. All right. And with that, Pepper, keep your blindfold on. Huzzah! <laughs> well, since like Pepper's blindfolded in a warm room, really comfy, has just eaten and is very tired, and I know it's not allowed, but she might fall asleep in the engine room. Mm-hmm. It's it, a pretty cozy spot. Yeah. It's not my ship. I do not care. I yeah, put, it's make got sure like the blankets over noise, her and she's you know, like tucked that, in. Mm, and occasionally, like, clicking yeah. sound, and, like, there's the warmth of the engine, and, yeah, it's just, she's like, oh, that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, while this conversation is going on, I leap back up onto the ceiling and scurry away. Okay. You just hear the, like, pepper yeah, in. sound. <laughs> pepper pats your hand <laughs> and says, remind me to tell you about my thing sometime. I'd like to know that, too. Okay. Good night, Cliff. Good night. I'm gonna probably go to sleep. Klaus had a big day. I mean, I almost died. And uh, I'll leave the snacks for Pepper in case she's hungry. Um, and make sure she's tucked in. And then I'm probably gonna go back and, and get a long rest, because I definitely need it. And kind of reflect on what we talked about. That's the most I've talked to anyone for a while. So I also kind of need to go and reflect on that and be alone for a little while. Sure. This day has lasted several months, or at least that's how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody going to, uh, uh, is anybody else going to do anything tonight, or is everyone just going to bed at this point? Okay. Can I have everybody roll a percentile check for me, please? Oh, no. Oh, shit. That's never good. Mm. Yeah, I just realized we've gone this whole session without combat, so. You don't oh, know what? this is combat. <sighs> is it combat? Is it combat? Oh, you know, a counter cannot be combat. Can we not just have a pillow fight and giggle? You chose not to have a pillow fight. You give a long explanation for why you're not having a pillow fight. Oh, I think I did that wrong. 34? Uh, 34. Okay. Yeah, 49. Oh, no. What is three. Good or bad? You got a three? Okay. A 49. 49, okay. I got a 12. Okay. Maisie? A 22. Okay. Then in that in that moment then, Arthur, you fall asleep, as you fall asleep to the, your, um, like after prayer, you kind of in that religious mindset, you kind of fall asleep you, your mind travels deeper and deeper into the oil sea. You can see somewhere underneath Casa Grootville. You can see a creature struggling. It's a three-headed, almost like behemoth of a creature that you would recognize as the Doritos Logos. A three-headed uh, uh, demon that is the mer- that is the conjoining of these cultures as it struggles underneath the oil as it seems like forces are pulling on it what do you want to do uh what kind of like like am i getting like a good or bad feeling from 
this Doritos Locos? Um, roll a uh, insight check for me. A natural twenty plus one. So, uh, Doritos, the the they're a god, like like they're god tier. So they are from the culture you're from. This thing would be viewed as evil, but you don't get any tr- like 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 that raw primal evil or something like that that people talk about in fantasy. Like that doesn't come off of this. Um, what it does feel like is like it's in pain. It seems like with a nat twenty, you can tell that there seems to be some sort of forces pulling on it almost like it's trying to separate it um, for some reason. As it used to be you you know with your religious experience it used to be three separate demons that conjoined together which is kind of where it went from being just like high ranking demon to a literal god of devils. Okay and um, can I can I speak to it? I mean you can try. All right. Um, uh, I yell out, uh, "Beast! Why have you come to me?" You hear like three voices all at once, speaking slightly different intonations, slightly different pitches, intonations, but they don't seem to come from any moving mouths. They just seem to kind of coalesce into one voice in your mind. As they they go, um, follower of Glen Bell Junior. Your kind does this. What do you mean, my kind? It's keeps. It's, uh, and you can feel like its voice struggling as the pain is like ripping at it. It it keeps what? Be. Oh, beware the oil hydra. And with that, you wake up and you've had a long rest. However, oh. your sheets are slick with oil. You. Nice. This group is great. And you hear the captain yell out as your eyes kind of wake up. You you find the sheets full of oil. You hear the captain yell out, uh, "We are here, please. Uh, landing party, come up." On top deck right now is you can see Chance Guillotine. Um, you can see. Um, uh, uh, Zareen Ironseeker, his uh, first mate, is right there. Um, Belagos is currently below deck, and you can see uh, Triler Tradmore is kind of off to the side, polishing one of the harpoon guns, getting it all ready. Is he the one who Arthur made cry? Yes. First off, he made himself cry. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, oh. Um, the captain just goes um, thank you all for coming I appreciate that the boat has been set up for you be safe um, once you have made it to the cove please give them their weapons so they can protect themselves um, please surrender your weapons upon your return give you a That's big thumbs up okay good okay 
But I'm counting how many bullets. Unless you squirrel them away somewhere. I don't know. How loudly are you counting bullets? Or are you just trying to just... Oh, I said that out <laughs> loud to him. Oh, okay. Uh, Trilar just goes... Oh, yeah, count bullets. Fuck yeah. Uh-huh. Stupid f- f- fucking lion person. Oh, God. Can I give him a hug if he wants one? I don't know if he's a hugging kind of person. You hug him, and he, like... Shryler always walks with this weird hunch to him. as like, there's nothing you can't... There's, like, nothing physically wrong with him, per se, but he just kind of, like, walks hunched over. And you run over and give him a big hug. He just, like, he just starts sobbing, and he's just like, He made fun of me! I didn't! I, I said that your I twirling know. was cool as hell! I know, I know, I know. Pepper always Whatever. has clean handkerchiefs on her. Like always, <laughs> so she'll take one of them out of one of her many pockets and give him one. She'll be like, it's "God, okay. I miss." He blows his nose and just like, "I miss the lake where everybody was so nice." I roll my I eyes. I love that lake. Do you remember that time we took shots out of that girl's belly button? Oh great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't mean to be rude and like to ruin a yes and, but I don't think we're talking about the same lake. <laughs> I thought you were there for that. I was. Th- I mean, I was there for that. That was a fun time. But I. He looks. She up. didn't let him drink from her belly button. He looks. <laughs> 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 we're trying to make him feel better. Don't I, rub it in. <laughs> she made me use a straw. Oh um, no! Oh, it was so sad. Oh God. I had to let someone pick up the sashimi off her off her body. Stop. It was so uncomfortable. Jungle. Yeah, keep the handkerchief, babes. <laughs> Thank you. And he blows his nose and just kind of waddles back off. Good lord. Arthur, how many uh, bullets do you have? Arthur? Are you talking to me? Oh, I said, <laughs> yeah, how many bullets do you have? I at, like out of game. I just want to know so I can make a note as Clove. Um, I don't know. You just see my bandolero, and um, I mean, you, you can assume I have. I'm, I'm well armed. You you were just so excited to use the word bandolero. Oh, for like, sure, for sure. The pause there is you. You see my bandolero, and you, you see can my s- bandolero. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have your gun. How many bullets can it shoot? Oh well, I mean, it's a it's a uh, six shooter. So six. six shooter, and how many bullets are in it? currently Six? probably yeah 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 definitely okay i just want to know <laughs> seven <laughs> one in its belly button five <laughs> i don't know how guns work i wasn't raised in the uk <laughs> you told me they grew on trees i believe you um yeah they, <laughs> they do yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the English version of this game, Great Mane carries around a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So anyway, Pepper turns around. She looks at Maisie, looks at Arthur. She's like, I get the feeling Jean-Paul's not going to take care of your physical well-being. So before we get on the ship, do you have enough food? Have you been to the bathroom? Actually, I have to pee real quick. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, that's okay. Um, Maisie, Arthur? Just peachy, ma'am. Here you go. She hands you both some cereal bars that are wrapped in, like, oil paper. He's like, don't go hungry. (laughs) Let's go. 
very excitedly unwrap it and start like kind of looking all over it and hide it off in one of my pockets you want another one if that's an option yes <laughs> how many cereal bars do i have dm roll a d6 please six please six um, i got six <laughs> you have six more cereal bars yeah okay um i'll give you two more and keep the rest for later I quickly put them in my pockets. They're like say, apple, cinnamon, uh, raisin, um, cereal bars of like, um, like pecan and maple syrup and stuff. They're not like really very healthy, but they are big and they're like a slab of oats, basically. I don't want a raisin one. Did I get a raisin one? They're all raisins. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'll pick it out. <laughs> Do not discard those raisins. You pocket those raisins for me later. Wow, let's get on the ship, please. Um, okay. And Pepper will, like, point, <laughs> Pepper will point, like, after you. Can't believe you're raising complaints about my free cereal bars. You're raising complaints. I know, I did that on purpose. <laughs> so Pepper, yeah. like, grins up. <laughs> Go on, get on the ship, up. please. All right, after you two. It's a oh, my mouth to say the, the snake bears witness to your kindness. The what? And I'll get the on the snake? Show. The snake. You're... 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 You're a what? You're what? You're a flavor snake worshipper? Yes, we all... We are all uh, scales on his uh, infinite uh, body slithering through... through time. That's cute. I, I am also a worshiper of the flavor snake. Uh, we exist in many forms, and I'm just gonna just suspiciously kind of sit um, on the end of the end of the boat. Yeah, if if Peppa were a tabaxi, she'd be going like. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper should do it anyway. Like that's my god. Get off. <laughs> hanging out with uh with clove too long you just yeah. growl <laughs> so i get on the the little dingy boat mm-hmm. i've got a little cereal bar for um the, the spider as well Aww. the spider like takes it and begins throwing it up in the air and like catching it and just almost like almost like a dog playing with it but like a little bit more vicious cool <laughs> Uh, I put my hand out at Mompati for it to hand it over for so I can hold on to it for safeguard. And he gives it to you. And then I put it in my pocket. Okay. Let's go. With, with that, you begin to <laughs> head out. Yep. Riding down towards the, the boat. Who's rowing? I've got the longest arms, so I assume I am. You begin to row the boat over, and you can quickly see uh, these bits of coral finding its way up and out. As you can see, coral shaped like lettuce leaves, like fajita veggies, just grilled bell peppers kind of rising out of there. 
your secret ingredient is fajita veggies. <laughs> uh, you can see there's one kind of curved, almost bulbous, that looks like a guacamole uh, spoonful. just kind of rising out of it. And next to that, as you approach, is what looks to be a... Like, almost like a, a hatch. You can see a circular handle that's top and a domed, uh, like, entrance or something like that that is leads down to a tunnel going below. Although you can't currently, like, see into it. It's just metal. I'm sorry. The avocado... The, the, the coal grew into the shape of a spoon of guacamole? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a curved over spoon full of guacamole. It looks like a it looks like a uh, fajita veggie mix, like a fajita veggie bowl. That's is there a point for us to tie the boat to? Uh, yeah, you could tie it off to this. You can actually just a little little pole off to the side that kind of is the easy place to tie the boat to. Cool. I will do that. I will say, if the idea of things that look like food or discomforts you, this world's going to be very hard to play in. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, why wouldn't it be an avocado? Well, because it's a spoonful of avocado, of spoonful of guacamole is just curved. It's just a circular. Like, it's just a... (laughs) I don't understand what the... What the conversation is right now? <laughs> it's not really a conversation. I'm just making noises. Ignore me. Um, uh, I'll disembark. <laughs> Be able to disembark. I mean, you can't really go off to anything yet. Are you gonna try to open the thing up? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I see. Um, is there like a keyhole or anything I could peek through? Roll an investigation check. Oh, I'm rolling like shit today. I got a nine. Uh, there doesn't appear to be a keyhole. It does seem to be the. It does seem to be um, slightly rusted, which wouldn't be with a little bits of like small shells and stuff that have grown onto it, like barnacles and that kind of thing. Um, it looks like it's probably, it, it, honestly, it, the best thing hiding it is its placement in the coral. So your guess would be like, there's not really like a key or anything like that. It's just a matter of, can you find it and then can you force it open? Okay, well, I turn to everyone else and I say, uh, do you want me to do the whole um, turning into a gas and trying to find a gap thing? It's it's pretty exhausting magic. Um, I mean, but I could do I, that if you want. I can give it a nice tug. I bet you could. Uh, I mean, yeah. Let's uh, send the line down. Face first. in her hands. I'm being genuine. I think you should be the first in and the last out. So go ahead, open it up, cat boy. Don't love that, but I mean, I can let me let me give it a shot, and I kind of like get up and I leverage myself. Is is, there's a handle, right? Yeah, it it has like the classic curved like like ship kind of submarine top, you know, kind of handle. It's a circle, so you're gonna have to like wrench it around. Okay, go. All right, peanut man, watch out. Let me get right here. Strength check. Uh, fourteen. 14 is actually not enough as you grab it and you strain and there's just like a, and it kind of gives a little bit but you're not able to get it open oh tried my best cat boy cat boy cat boy uh if we can ask our super fans to make some country song country songs or thongs named Catboy, <laughs> greatly appreciated um who wants to go next all right i'll uh, give it a shot i'm Clove is definitely the kind of person that thinks they can open the Gatorade bottle when other it. people have failed. So. Go for it. Roll an athletics check. Oh, 
well, I loosened it up for you. Can I, so, strength or can I use? No, this is all muscle. Like, this is, there's nothing else here but muscle. Okay. Five. No. Yeah, just I like know. you grab it and you like <laughs> like it, it it you you end up accidentally doing that thing when casket like try to do something ex exciting and they can't and they kind of like twitch and spasm up and like <laughs> do like a weird like almost like backwards walk away <laughs> as you know you fucked up really bad but you can't like admit to it uh i'm gonna give out yeah, I mean, uh, can someone else give this a shot? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and try next. Okay. Do you want Mon Petit uh, to give you advantage? Like to give you the help action? Um, can I do can I do an insight check first? For on what? On the actual uh, the turning apparatus itself. I would say that be investigation. Okay. Yeah, can I see if maybe there's there's just something that they're not doing right to open it up? Yeah, sure. Nat 20, baby. Uh DC 15. Oh, rad. Okay. I'm going to do I'm going to do strength. Okay. Uh you can have advantage from Mon Petit as he kind of jumps on your shoulder and begins like whispering sweet uh weird crumbling nothings into your ear. Yeah, we know. Him. Yeah, we, all right. Uh Rolled two twos. <laughs> this is <laughs> accidentally going to become one of the hardest challenges in the whole game. As you're yeah, just like, yeah. trying your yeah, best, right. but you just end up doing like cartwheels around it as your your like your your whole body just kind of like you're so used to being like your body your joints not really holding together yeah. all the way. That's I, just contortionist around it. I honestly imagine just you hear the sound of the as my hands are sliding across because I'm not strong enough. Okay, Maisie, okay, do you want to try to open the door? You want to try to open the door? Yeah. Can I pre-cast Detect Magic on it? Yeah. Yeah, you can cast Detect Magic. Uh, you To cast Detect Magic, you can see the respective magical items and the people, and more importantly, you can see... Um... Oh, do you have the turtle shell? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Turtle shell's magic. Now, as you... <laughs> as you... You can tell he has a magic turtle him. shell on him. <laughs> now, <laughs> as you... Uh, <laughs> as you do that, there the door itself is a magic. It's just, like, rusted over. Um, there is a magical mechanism on the other side, though, um, that does appear to be some kind of trap. Ooh. Do you tell okay. us that or no? It's fine, said Maisie. I'm, I'm mulling it over. <laughs> so, what did you see? Um, uh, Can you roll an arcana there. check for me, actually, real quick? Okay. Mm -hmm. 22. 22. So, looking in there... Excuse me, you can see that the... Because you get the school of magic from that spell, too, don't you? I'm looking. Pretty sure you do. Because you can tell that the um, it's evocation is the spell in, is the magic inside of it is the trap, but oddly, the turtle is a combination of magic, specifically transmutation and divination. It doesn't have anything to do with this trapdoor that we're standing in front of right now. The turtle? You don't think so? Okay. It's just a turtle shell. 
He just weirdly, John Paul Pierre Martin happens to have a very magical turtle shell in his jacket. Okay, I'm gonna ignore that for a second. Okay. Um, I was not sure if I was gonna let you guys in on this, but I feel like now's the, not the time to be shifty. There might be a trap on the other side of this. Oh, right. I think I sensed that, and that's why I wasn't able to open it. Oh, yeah, of course. Is it like a physical trap or a magical trap? I couldn't tell. Maybe I'm just being petty, but I think Arthur should have another go at it. <gasps> yeah, maybe you are just being petty there. I don't know. That's probably the best idea I've heard all morning. <laughs> okay, then you know what? I'll go ahead and I'll give it a shot. I can uh I can cast knock from sixty feet away. I was just gonna <laughs> pretend that I was opening it on my next try and just uh use the spell anyway, but in light of this trap information, um yeah, if it, I mean, if it's magical it might backfire, but if we're far enough away I think it's okay. Uh, I mean, uh, all in favor of Arce opening up the door, raise your hand. He will literally die. We're not allowed to kill him. No. Oh, uh, we don't know that. We know it's a trap. It could shrink him. It could make him blind. It could turn him into a frog. It could do a number of things. I understand your pre pre-prepos- I, I don't know how to say that. That's the one. Uh, Pre-exhibition <laughs> for your thoughts to go to death, but I do not think this is one of those situations. It's true that I'm worried about death a lot. You know this about me, but um, no, I am in favor of Clove using knock and us not killing any of our unarmed hostages. I wouldn't call me a hostage, but I understand I what you're saying. Arthur? <clears throat> and Pepper's sort of smiles this really thin, sharp smile. Ma'am? Do you want me to keep saving your life, or should I stop? I mean, I would like to give myself a little credit for being alive, but... Answer the question, dear. Uh, sure, you know, if you could, if I could have a... A nice little eye from uh, Pepper, that'd be great. She lets the silence hang until it's uncomfortable. And you can tell she's doing maths in her head. And you're not quite sure what she comes to. She's like, yeah, let's pull away so Clove can do the spell from a safe distance. How far away are you going? Um, the, as far as the spell range allows, 60 feet. Okay. Okay. So you cast now. Can you describe what your knock looks like? Yes, so it's verbal, um, and usually I would use knock to pretend like I'm really strong and good at opening things. So uh, my phrase is, "Let me just give you a hand there." I appreciate that's when the when Alex dropped out. Um, <laughs> so you say, uh, "Let me give a hand there," and as you do, there's a as it begins to circle open, spiral open, and as it does, it. And six small rocks glowing with fire shoot out. Um, you all are within 120 feet. So I need all of you to roll a deck save. 
Um, I do need uh, Clove as the closest one because she did the casting to, uh, they did the casting, excuse me, to roll uh, twice. As there are two of them coming towards you. Everybody else just roll once. 25. Okay. I got a nat 20. 16. Okay. Oh, 18 and a nat 20. Nice, nice. For a 22. Yep. 15. 15, okay. Amazing. 16. 16. Okay, so everybody succeeds. So then going down the lane, Arthur, you take nine points of fire damage, reduced down to four. Maisie, you take eight points of fire damage, reduced down to four. I'm resistant to fire. And you take only two points of damage. Oh. Mm. Um, uh, Pepper... You take 11 points of fire damage, reduce down to 5. Cool. Uh, John Paul Pierre-Martin, you take 7 points of fire damage, reduce down to 3. And then uh, Clove, you take... First, you take 8 points of fire damage, reduce down to 4 from the first one. And then you take 6 points of fire damage, reduce down to 3 on the second one. As these as these small rocks just bam 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 into you all, most of you you're all able to dodge. Otherwise, you only take like partial burns as they skid across you. But it is open. Okay, the minute the pep, like Pepper sees the rocks coming, she's gonna like check that Yurak is okay. Um, they seem fine. They they kind of look at you uh, uh, and kind of give you a smile. Um, uh, especially after you accidentally kind of like landed on them yesterday, there, there's a little bit of vindictive joy at seeing you get like safely burned. Like you didn't take <laughs> enough damage where they need to feel bad about it. Yurek. Uh huh. You like rocked my cradle when I was a baby. Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Time's okay. change. Oh, I guess I wasn't that familiar with you. I'm I'm Faye. I don't. This is this isn't hard. She looks at everyone else and like points at this like points at him. Then she's just like, "Can you?" He enjoyed. I mean, if you got hurt a lot, I would have felt really bad. But you did fine. Like I don't want you to die, but like. You just want me to suffer. A little <laughs> bit. I saw you smile when Arthur got hit. That was kind of funny. You're, like... <laughs> we're going to have a word. Several. Oh. When we get back to the ship. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to tell the person who rocked your cradle that, that you have uh, all these words about how they need to be a better person. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm going to tell Gran about <laughs> that. I'll remember how much I need to improve I'm gonna while I was Gran changing what her you did. I'm going to tell Nana everything. Okay. Well, you have your little family spat... Do you think I can get my gun back? No. I mean, how can I go in this tunnel first if I don't have a gun? Oh. The captain did say to give you the gun. Here. So I'll take that. I hand it to him, but I don't hand it to him the nice way where you, like, give them the handle. I just, like, hand it to them, like, shittily. Mm-hmm. Don't pay any mind to it. I just grab it, and I I load it. Okay. You're right. <clears throat> if you're in a bloodthirsty mood... Here's a task for you. I'm not in a bloodthirsty mood. I just, you know, I just 
sometimes it's yeah. nice to see someone get burned. You're absolutely right. I want you to so, keep an eye on Arthur Greatmane, and you have yes. my permission to kill him if he betrays us, okay? Oh, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I can keep just my eyes on that genocidal mania. Yeah. So if you can just pull up, I'll uh, hop on down, go in that tube, and, you know, I guess do my thing. <laughs> yeah, off you go. As you start to All climb right. in, you can actually see... Um, it's very jankily set up in there, but there's actually it looks to be like a wand effectively bolted to the side of it. And it's set up so that when it's closed, it makes a perfect seal with the wand. And when it opens up, that's when it releases the magic. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm just going to hop down and... You're just going to climb down? Yeah, well, can I? how far can I see down there? Roll the perception check. What's your dark vision for me? Um... Can I cast locate object on the cereal bar that Arthur has in case he decides to cut and run? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Okay, yeah, I, I have dark vision, uh, sixty feet up to. 60. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I got a ten. Yeah, it goes deeper than your field of vision. Okay, well. Just in a straight darkness. I mean, y'all wouldn't want to like send the little spider down there first. I value nope. the spider's life more than yours, so no. That is mean, but okay. I'm just being honest. See, I like a good burn. As he's just kind of like sitting on your shoulder now, just enjoying and relaxing. All right, so I'm gonna uh, hop into the into the well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just is it, like, climb, is it a sheer drop? climb down. It's not a sheer drop. There's like a ladder going down. All right, he's going. It's down. almost like a sewer tell. entrance. How we were supposed to get in without getting hurt? Yeah, by taking using the ladder. Like, don't drop. Yeah. No, I mean without getting hurt by the rocks. I mean, oh, what do you mean? Sometimes people come in here. Um, like some. What? Is there a way? Did we not say the password or something? Like, this is like a nightclub where the minute you get in, you get tased. I'm <laughs> sure that's a thing, but. <laughs> um. No, I mean, there, there might be, but there's nothing that you're, like, seeing there. I mean, it seems like it's set up so it's, like, so it is kind of, like, difficult to get to by reasonably sized ship just to make it so it is, like, hard to find. But this is a is very secure... Like, a security person to make sure people don't get shot on site? Roll a history check. History check. Okay. Because that's a really good question, Chloe. Like, I just went with it, and it was like, hang on a second... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 14. 14? 18. Um, yeah, there should be. Can I um, have a look around the entrance and see if I can find any sign of them? Yeah, on the outside, yeah. Roll a perception check. Can I do the same? Sure. Either you both can roll or one you can roll with advantage. Can I roll of advantage? Yeah, go for it. Okay, that's a 17. I'll roll again. <laughs> and a five. So that's mm-hmm. 17. So you were confident as you look around, there's nobody else out here but you. I was kind of looking for, like, what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah, you look around, them? it there's no sign of anything. Is there a Not place where someone would sit? Or, like, just like even a chair or, like, magazine or snacks? No, they would normally stay in, like, a, um, like, kind of like a small boat. Like, a really oh. small, like, dinghy, kind of, like, tied up here. 
Um, and there's no like sign of any boat. There's no sign of any rope. There's nothing like that. That's not a good sign. Usually someone's supposed to be here. Mm. All right. I'll say that to the group. <clears throat> Maisie, how do you feel about going in off your office? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Thank you. I'll go in. Hmm. Oh, God, don't pull that face. <laughs> I'll go then. My goodness. Like, are you the wizard of the school of passive I'm... aggression? Um, <laughs> and grumbling. See, both like burns. Yurek. You and, you and me, you got a lot of common with the Fae. That's all I'm saying. Who, Maisie? <laughs> No, Pepper. Why would I just all sudden pivot to Maisie? Maisie's just... I don't know, Maisie. I don't like burning people. I'm not... I'm not you I'm just not burned somebody! I did not! Shut up, Viorek. That was one time. School of passive aggression is going in the, in, the, in the Faye manual for how to insult somebody. I'm telling you that Stop right it! You're so embarrassing! <laughs> and Pepper goes down the ladder. <laughs> okay. So it's Arthur, Pepper. What's the What's the descent order here? Going in after Pepper. Okay. And then I'll, I want to keep an eye on Pepper, so I'll go in after them. Okay. So then Jean-Paul, you're I can't last. believe I gave you the ammo yep. of having a fae who's known Pepper her entire life. Yep. Like the anecdotes <laughs> you could drop. That is, that was one of those, that that's one of those role play choices where it's like, I mean, if you want to do this to yourself, like, <laughs> I'm not going to ask for this. I fucked up. Uh, and then John Pierre is going last. Yep. Okay. So you begin to descend down into the um, into it, and you go down about probably about a hundred or so feet. Eventually, finding yourself in a large kind of cavern of sorts. The walls are um, the walls are airtight uh, coral patches, coral reefs that kind of flow together. Beautiful colors: blues, purples, pinks, all kind of giving way slightly, but there is no light down here. Moreover, Arthur, you would immediately notice as you come down here first, you can see what looks to be a lantern kind of broken and fallen down in the center of the space. You can see pathways that head off in various directions. You don't know how big this area is or how far it goes. Can I use prestidigation to kind of like have a small like candlelight almost? Sure. So what are we what are we down here looking for again? Uh, Pepper drops down onto the floor next to you, um, disturbed by the echoes that she makes, and she's like, "We're trying to find out what happened to everyone." Well, I mean, by the looks of that lamp, nothing good. And I want to uh, unholster my my weapon cautiously. If you fire that in this enclosed space, will I go deaf? Uh, we'll have to see. We don't have to see. <laughs> we don't have to see. Oh. Right. Maisie, at any- this point, you are right. <laughs> As there is, you can hear them kind of feuding down below. You kind of pop it. I'm kind of just trying to shush them a little bit. This isn't the time or place. What if there's something that can hear us down there? It's a very echoey, I assume. Yeah, there's very echoey, and you can hear what sounds like a faint groan from deeper in that kind of, like, reverberates through the coral. Not through the open space, mind you, 
only through the coral. Oh, interesting. The coral's hungry. Can I touch the lamp and see if it's still warm? Um, sure. It is not warm. Hmm. Can I light the lamp using prestivication? Uh, not with prestivation. Now that that would be outside of the bounds of what that. Eh, no, I mean I guess with a regular says, lamp. You can do a it spark. It says I can inst- instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, torch, or small campfire. Yeah, fine. So you you use prestidigitation and the and it's kind of the glass is broken on one side, so you kind of tilt that one away from you, but you were able to illuminate it up. As you do, you can see that this room is almost entirely empty. It just seems to be a pathway leading off to three different tunnels. They kind of curve, okay. almost, uh, almost trident esque out from here. You can see there's. Have we chair. been given any? Oh, sorry. Uh, you can see there's a chair that's kind of been knocked over right next to where the can, uh, right next to where the lantern was, and as well as that, you can see what looks to be a dark red smear on the ground, that kind of just mm. pulls off towards the right path, and kind of just fades out of view. I suppose that means we go right. I suppose it does. Don't follow me. All right. Okay. You gonna go right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Can I roll some kind of like investigation or perception? Yeah, check same. on the chair and like if there's any markings on it. Yeah, roll or... investigation check. Okay. And, and I'd like to do the same after. True. I'm really suspicious of this coral. Can I bust out my like alchemist tools to try to see if I can find something out about it? Uh, you may have a cannon check on it, sure. I got nine for investigation. Okay. okay. I got a 19. Okay. Nine, you don't find too much. Uh, Arthur, though, with a 19, you go into like this detective mindset, and you can see that like the chair sustained three kinds of damages. At one point, it was at one point it fell over. At one point, it took what looked to be two uh, bullets of some kind that have kind of like hurt it. And there also seemed to be like scratch marks from some kind of creature. Um, the shape of the uh, shape of it almost looked like uh, looked like fairly large crab legs that kind of scratched it up, moving okay, across and, it. And can I? So can I pick up that like the person who was presumably killed, like, shot at that, the crab monster? No, it looks like someone shot at them. Oh, oh, okay. Um, okay. And the bullets seem to be coming from behind them, not in front of them. It's hitting the back of the chair. And what did you get on your arcana roll there? 23. Uh, I mean, coral was, like, really alive, diverse range. Um, somehow, this coral seems to be an almost, seems to be alive in borderline sentient, like communicating with itself across the range of the space as the ex- making up the walls of this almost cave-like structure. Um, working in like probably with symbiosis with the people who have been living here. Um, that being said, if it's this alive, it probably has like some sort of consider almost like white blood cell kind of creatures. Um, since coral can absorb in skeletal structures into it, it can probably use the same thing on a protective level. I'll just say to the group, uh, I think this cor- the coral might have witnessed what happened here. Oh, can well, I can we tell you ask it? from this chair, um, whoever was here was, was ambushed, shot from the back, and maybe some type of monster had taken the, the person who's supposed to be sitting here. See, 
Sorry, Maisie, are you saying that this coral... What do you mean when you say it witnessed? It seems to be alive and it... Then I can only assume it has memory and perception. Do you think it would talk to us? I wouldn't know how to go about it. I'm kind of just gently stroking the walls. Does anyone know how to talk to coral? No. Jean-Paul? If anyone can talk to coral, it's you. That does seem like something he could nope. do. Hmm. Fuck. Is there no spell? No... I mean... Well, I mean, clearly, we, we just have to pick a path and go down it and meet whatever fate is uh, down there. Well, we could try and gather some information to decrease the likelihood of us dying. Well, Can I make a check on the claw marks? What were you saying there, uh, Macy? You wanted to check what? <laughs> make some kind of check on the claw marks to see what potential creatures we could run into. Sure, roll a nature well, check. I will say, well, you, if I could just give yeah. her some exposition that you had given me. Um, it looked like some type of crust crustacean, maybe a, a crab or something. Something big with mm -hmm. claws. Edible or inedible, do you know? We're going to have to test it out. Uh, like, it, this is probably not going to work, but um, Pepper sort of goes up to the coral and puts her hand on it and closes her eyes and sees if she can feel anything. In terms of, like, vibes or thoughts or sensations. And she looks very self-conscious while she does this. Like, Roll a wisdom save with disadvantage. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it has bad vibes. Okay. Okay, the first one's um, an 11. I'll roll right. again. The other one's a uh, 20. So, it's 11, basically. 16, 22. So, you hold out, you kind of put your hands up on there very self-consciously, just trying to feel anything as you do that, as you hear a voice like a thousand voices all at once just go we are so hungry and you take 22 points of psychic damage as it just burst against you oh my god you fall to your knees i need to make no. a deck save as the coral begins to grow over your hands <gasps> okie dokie deck save um pepper's probably mm -hmm. screaming at this point just you know for flavor um mm -hmm. uh i got a 21 21, you're able to pull your hands, wrenching them free before the coral's able to get a grip on you. As you do, you hear the sound of clattering feet begin to kind of work their way. From what it feels like, it sounds like a couple of different kinds of creatures with the rolls you've gotten so far. Okay. Well, yeah, Pepper falls to the ground, like, clutching her hands against herself and, like, screams in agony, like, tears streaming down her face. Pepper! I rushed to you, obviously. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, um, you know, get ready for whatever beast is coming our way. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna frantically look around and then cast Tiny Hut just to be safe. Tiny Hut takes 10 minutes to cast. Oh, it takes one minute to cast from whatever. Oh, meeting. Tiny Hut only takes one minute? Oh, I'm thinking of ritual casting it because I've never heard of someone. Yeah, if you want, do you want to take the risk and spell it cast in one minute? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna leave it up to you then. Roll a d10 for me. You want a six or higher. This is determining how many tens of seconds it takes for them to get to you. So 10 seconds. I got a five. Got a five seconds, 50 seconds. So they get to you, which means you will have one full round of combat before you finish your spell. Okay, I'll, I'm surprised, but I'll say like, I'm almost done. Just cover me for a second. Okay. 
What is John Paul Pierre Mathine doing? Preparing for the worst. Okay. And as you say that, you're preparing for the worst, you can see what looks to be a humanoid figure. Um, the back of their head looks to have been blown out by some kind of gunshot, but that is still secondary to the coral that kind of rides up out of their skeleton and kind of like pierces through their body as they kind of like lurch, lurch their way forward, hobbling their way. Next to them is like a crab that has its head has been like broken in half and it kind of just clinks and clanks its way forward, coral just growing out of it at these odd, obtuse angles. That's so cool. I wish it wasn't trying to kill me. It's like underwater flickers. <laughs> yeah. And with that, can I have everybody roll initiative, please? Sure. In that 50 seconds um, that we had, could I have drawn my rapier? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I just want to say, just so everyone knows exactly what it looks like, it's hidden in a cane, and the handle is carved into the shape of a fish. Cool. Wonderful. All right. Um, so, I got a th- 20 and up. I got a three. Um, and in the time that it takes you to draw a sword, I'm just, like, leaning against your shoulder, like, just, like, he was screaming at me. It's, I don't know what it is. Like. So 20 up, it looks like Jean-Paul Par- uh, Martin, Jean-Paul Pierre Martin had something? Uh, a natural 20. Uh, you can't technically crit on initiative, so what's your total? Oh, unnatural 20. Oh, unnatural 20. Excuse me. So I'm going to put you as JP. That way I accidentally call you Jordan Peterson soon. Um, <laughs> unnatural 20. Um, On the virgin to 20. virtuosity. 15. That was surprisingly good. That, that was, was scary. surprisingly good. I didn't good. like it at all. That Jordan was, Peterson. I didn't like uh, it. 10 to, uh, 10 to 15. 11. Oh, I got a 17. Sorry, I missed that. Clove, uh, Pepper, you got a three? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. You got that in mind. Uh, JP, you go first. You can see them kind of approaching down that hallway as they kind of reveal themselves in the yellow light glowing out of the lantern. They're currently about 30 feet away from you. Um, you can see one kind of like the zombie kind of hobbling forward. How far down right this corridor are we? You're not. You're like basically just in like an entry room that just has like a staircase going up. Uh, not ladder, excuse me, going up and then like three paths heading out. You all haven't had it out at all. Gotcha. And they're coming. They seem to have been attracted by the screen. They're coming from the right, correct? The, yes. The blood path. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna bucket down the center path. Are you just gonna bolt out of here? Yeah. As a reminder, Maisie is currently casting a spell and has one turn left to cast it. If you don't want to, that's totally fine. I just want to make sure that you're aware of that. Yeah, I'm going to keep booking it. Okay, so because you're a rogue, if you want to, you can bonus action dash and main action dash. It means you can move 120 feet if you want to. Uh, so I'm going to use the, the cunning action that I have. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm only going to, instead of using that as an extra dash, I'm going to use it as a hide. Okay, roll a, roll a stealth check. As you sprint down this hall... <laughs> oh, I rolled a one. Okay, so you sprint down this hall, just running as fast as you can, and you find yourself in an open room, you see like a table, and you slide underneath the table to hide and immediately just bonk your head against it, knocking the table over. As it does, this room you can see there's like blue light kind of fading in from just kind of ethereally into here, and you can see what look to be jellyfish just kind of just 
bouncing around. And as you make that noise, a couple of them turn and begin to float towards you. And I need to roll them into initiative now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, is the bonk loud enough to echo down the... Uh... Sure, with a nat one, yeah, you all hear a loud <laughs> bonk, 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 bonk. Okay. Uh, as well as me just going, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, and that would make it Maisie's turn. Maisie, you spend your turn basically just making the spell. Um, can I see what Pepper's status is? Like, can I ask, can you walk? Are you okay? Can you run? She nods her head. Yeah. Um, so we just for clarity, we went down one corridor. No, you're in the main entryway, in the entry room. There's three paths heading off. You investigated a little bit of the entrance into the right one. Uh, John Paul Pierre Martin just sprinted down the middle one and ended up in a room surrounded by jellyfish. Okay, if we run down the third path, I can block it off. You, you can't move. yell that to the group. You're casting the spell. I know, but I'm... Can I just say that as I'm, like, casting, I guess? Sure. Like I mean, yeah, minor. yeah. Were you casting the spell to try to block the doorway? Um, now I, well, I'm trying to gauge my options. Like, now that I see Pepper's hurt, dude's gone, and we're all, there's all these creatures coming at us. I want, I kind of want to have that, if we can all get on the same page on that. Okay. So what are you trying to do? That's what I'm trying to understand. I'm gonna wait because I can move the tiny hut, right? Um, once you cast it, yeah, I think so. I don't know that spell too well. Okay, so I'm just gonna yell that, and I'm gonna keep going with my. Casting. Oh yeah, the spell springs around you, so you'll be covered by it, and then everybody has to stay within ten feet of you. So you're gonna spend okay, your action yeah. casting the spell, finishing casting it. Yeah. Okay. So with that, as you finish casting it, Liamin's tiny hut. Poof, appears around you forming a what does your hut look like it's a taco bell <laughs> <laughs> a large luminescent yellow bell forms around you can it be a mission style taco bell like the ones in the 90s it's a kfc taco bell uh hybrid <laughs> no um <laughs> said no uh yeah the bell forms around you the bell forms around you, and you are now, um, you are not protected. That would make it, um, Arthur's turn. Nice. So, seeing, um, Jean-Paul Pierre Martin run away, um, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna yell out, I thought pirates are many things, but cowards are not one of them. And I want to grab my bolo and throw it at the, uh, crustacean, uh, coming at us. Go for it. Roll that attack. Legs. Says, um, what is the bolo? Because it just said, it's my magical item. says, if it hits, takes uh, one down and grapples opponent. opponent. Yeah, roll a range attack plus proficiency. Okay. Uh, so I got a 16 plus, what would the proficiency be? Be dex plus proficiency. Okay, I have a zero in dex, so. So just 16. Okay. That's plus proficiency too? Uh, oh, wait, uh, 19. Okay, so with that, it goes and slams against the crab's legs and roll, uh, what's the, um, what is, it's it says, a strength save? Yeah, opponent must roll strength saving throw. 
of at least 13. 13. Yeah, they definitely fail that. As that slams into their legs and wraps them up and they fall off, fall over, just kind of letting out this horrible creaking noise. Okay. Now, worth noting, if you get into the dome, you cannot be attacked, and the dome's going to be there for eight hours. Oh, nice. Okay, um, and... I say you two travel together enough to be, like, familiar with her, with their spells and know what to do here. Okay. Uh, and can I use an extra attack to... Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have two attack. You multi-attack. So, uh, on this... I'm just going to attack the one I didn't bolo. Okay, go for it. What are you attacking with? Uh, my, uh, revolver. Go for it. As you throw that with one hand and then bang him from the hip. Um... I got 13. 13? 13 is definitely enough to hit the zombie. Go for it. Does a 16 hit you? Uh, it That is my AC. Okay, that does hit. Uh, 12 damage. Okay. So with that much hit points. And you take um, 6 points of piercing damage as your bullet fires into it, breaking... Um, some of the coral, and as it does the coral in like a self-defense mechanism, just sh- flies straight towards you, slicing into you. Okay. You have like coral shards embedded in your chest. Okay, that, that that's all I'm gonna do. I have my turn. Okay. Okay, that makes it uh, uh, Clove's turn. Alright, do I understand how the bell works enough to know that I need to like get Pepper in there, basically? Yeah, if you can get yeah, if you're in there, you're basically unhittable. Okay, cool. All right, Pepper, we're gonna make a move towards mm-hmm. the bell. Can you can you walk, or do you need me to carry you? What about Jean Paul? I'll get him. He he ran. He made his choice. I promised you I wouldn't let you die. So the, this is what we're doing right now. All right, Pepper looks at you, Arthur, and she's like, "Please bring him back." I tip my hat and say, "Yes, ma'am." It's like a small, unwilling smile curves the corner of her mouth. And she's like, asshole. <laughs> heads into the bell. As the two of you head into the bell and Arthur gets ready to sprint out after to try to save John Paul, I'm going to say that's where we're going to call tonight's session. Ooh. All right. Okay. Was the last word of the session asshole? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hell yeah. That <laughs> feels right for this, this for tonight. Man, thanks for making that bell. I have eight hit points. Yeah. <laughs> you have eight hit points? Yeah, I'm very dude, cocky, I but I'm very scared. Normally. How do you... That's... What's Why? your con modifier? That's Zero. not... Mathematic... So, wait. I guess, yeah, that is possible, kind of. What's your... Wait, what's your class? Oh, wait. Sorry. No, sorry. I... I wrote the wrong thing. I have 18. We're fine. No worries. Okay. Okay. I was, I was gonna say really I have careful. fifty-one. That's yeah, my I really because normally I have twenty-five. Like I don't have very many. And then yeah, I got that my... makes more sense though. That that much more tracks for. Sorry. For you. Yep. Didn't mean to freak you. Out. You're good. I was legitimately worried about your stats. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> but yeah, for everybody who listened this far, thank you so much. You're wonderful people. We love you all so much. Um, I also want to give a shout out to um not good when you can't remember who you wanted to give a shout out to 
But I wanted to give a shout out to, I'm checking my notes. I'm checking my notes. You're such a great friend. I'm so sorry. To Kevin Blaney. Uh, Kevin Blaney gave us the backwards bell sound. Uh, thank you. Uh, that was such an awesome addition, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, Kenneth Blaney? What the fuck is that guy's name? You're a good friend. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I can't wait for our, our Call of Cthulhu session to come out. Um, I think but, we might have like, uh, damaged you. our parasocial relationship with him. I love I love all of my friends and fans. Yeah, all, all five of you mean a lot to me. <laughs> uh, I'll check on Facebook. I'm going to check on Facebook right now because I'm friends with him on Facebook. Kenneth Blaney. Thank you, Kenneth. Thank you, KB Blaney. Thank you. You're cool. You, I, you know. Thank you. Things are hard. Life sucks. <laughs> Roe v. Wade might get repealed. The yeah. oh. lit musical just debuted and we just saw it. You know, it's been a rough time for all of us. <laughs> if there's anything I want you all to take, though, from this, remember justice. Let her memory be a revolution. <laughs> I was going to stop recording at this point. Okay. <laughs> Let the bell of freedom ring. Yes, thank you for listening. This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support and stay Baja blessed. <laughs>